Hi, Gemstones. Emma here. Have you been craving a new way to support and interact with your favorite podcast team? Well, assuming that's us, now you can. Team Takes is on Patreon, and we would love for you to join us there. We'll have exclusive content, bonus episodes, and random meanderings from the weird and wonderful minds of Nick and Julie. You can find us at patreon.com slash takespod. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash takespod. See you in there. Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. Today, we're mixing comedy with corporeality as we record in person for the first time in ages. One of the many benefits of our physical proximity is that we're able to recreate the Oscars as we explore the deeply impactful, pun, ceremony. We also discuss severance, teenage bounty hunters, my questionable taste, acts of malfeasance, and Janet's poor choices. Let's dive in. Hi friends, Emma here. I had some technical difficulty at the start of this episode, so we've got a skip Nick setting the scene of Oscar viewing 2022. We're going to jump right in with Julie's feelings about the Regina Hall and the hot guys bit. I personally thought that her patting them down was in terrible taste. Yeah. It felt very uncomfortable. We're just coming out of like the, we just made a Harvey Weinstein joke. Yeah. Like it's not, it's just not okay, period. Like it was funny when she pulled them up there, a little bit funny, and that they went, that Will didn't go. Yeah. And then, oh, and she was like, and Jada said it was okay. I was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, Jada, I wonder, I wonder how much of it was Chris Rock's specific joke or just the cumulative effect of all the jokes at Will and Jada's expense. Because Amy Schumer had one about, like, their open relationship, and then Wanda had one, Regina had one, and then Chris Rock had one, and he was like, well, I can punch him. So I wonder if that was, like, the thought process. So I'd been watching the whole time, and then 10 minutes before it happened, I was yeah. like, this is bored, I'm out. So I'm watching uh, Trixie and Katya moments that live in my head rent free forever, right? So I'm like laughing, super excited. And then I get back on Twitter and I, the first thing I see is the Japanese one. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, hell, we got to get up. <laughs> got to go back because I have uh, like TV reception in my living room, but not in my bedroom. So yeah. I was like, oh, Lord, never, what are we doing? And then, you know, had all my white lady outrages of like, oh, why is he still sitting there? He just hit someone in the face. Yeah. Why is somebody not escorting him away? I, so I never thought it was a joke. Because I only saw his reaction. Yeah. And Twitter today has been a mess where it mostly says, hey, Whitey, zip it. And I totally get that. Yeah. But when he gave up to give his, when he got up to give his speech to win and was like, I'm protecting my family, I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, because like some of it feels ripped from the, and obviously this was not domestic abuse, but it feels ripped from like the domestic abuse handbook where I did this out of love and you have to protect your family and this is how I show my love. And that's not explicitly what he said, but there was some, I don't know, Twitter is just a minefield of takes. And much like this podcast, they are all over the place, but perhaps even unhinged, which is a value I did not know that anyone could supersede from what we created in the studio here today. But, yeah, it's just all across the board. And then there was that, you know, rich and powerful people can get away with anything because if anyone else slapped him, he'd be, like, taken off. And 
Then during the commercial break, Denzel Washington came up to Will Smith. And thankfully, Tyler Perry. And Tyler Perry. <laughs> and then Bradley Cooper did. Oh, I hate, I hate that picture of Bradley Cooper, like, manhandling him. You're like, who are you? You're nobody. Go away. Yeah. When it's just this, I don't know, in that moment, it's maybe just because of the Bradley Cooper thing. I was just like, oh, my gosh, we need to protect this vulnerable community of actors and celebrities from jokes at their expense when that's sort of like the thing. And it's like that. I don't know if that should be the take. Everyone just needs to kind of like get over it. So my biggest takes were we are watching somebody crumble in front of us. Yeah. And this is what this is what we've become. Right. Like Trump grabs him by the pussy. He just punched someone on stage. Then he wins. Now play him off. Right. Yeah. Like So now the rules have changed again. He we're hoping he's going to have a mental breakdown. So let's just let him talk all day. I was just like. We have become a terrible, terrible society. It was quite uncomfortable. It went on forever. I took several sabbaticals. It was, I think, one of the longest speeches ever because they didn't play him off. I yeah. didn't think about that part. But, like, they didn't do the thing they always do. Well, they were afraid he was going to slap him. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. But, no, it was wild to see, like, Will Smith, because he is usually good about being, like, whatever happens, just laughing it off. And he seems to have the same face no matter what's going on in his head when he's just like, hey, sort of like that Brendan Fraser, like, clap situation. Um... Maybe he like mistook clap for slap. But then, yeah, Jada looked over or they had a moment and then suddenly he's charging the stage. So the whole thing was just kind of wild. Um, Such a long walk. I wonder what he was thinking. <laughs> Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. I mean, how Lupita Nyong'o was all of us in that moment. She's like, oh, my God, what? Yeah, I mean, initially she was just sort of like kind of bemused at the situation, and then she was like, but also what's happening, and then also I don't know how to feel, and also when would this end, and also the camera's on me. Also, why hasn't she been in more movies? Good call. (laughs) And also, like, Chris Rock didn't flinch. He didn't move. He just, like, stood there. Yeah. It's like he's been hit before. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Or not been hit before, because he didn't think it was coming. Yeah. Just stood there, you're like, he, I mean, whatever. You know, I really think the reason that this Oscars fell so hard was because Kristen Stewart wore shorts <laughs> and she opened the door for this kind of lack of decorum. And everybody had on choices. like a, I hope my nipples don't fall out shirt. I'm like, oh, I know when Timothee Chalamet came out without a shirt, everyone was like, what is the Met going to be like if these people are wilding out this hard on the Oscars red carpet? I like Kristen Stewart's outfit. I like her. I didn't mind that. Just to you know, sort of clarify that I'm not blaming her. I just think Sounds it's like her fault. Her. I just think it's her fault. Well, it's Chris, Rock, Chris Rock's fault because he said Macbeth and you don't say Macbeth in the theater because oh. that is a superstition. <laughs> yeah. And he said Denzel Washington in Macbeth and then he got smacked. Something's I fucking love Denzel though. He was just like, it's all good. We got this brother. We got it. We got it. Yeah. He just seemed like all cool and calm and collected. Well, and then when like pointed he pointed to him. Announced the winner. He was like points to Will while his like I'm right here, mm-hmm. right here. It's gonna be and you. Like, it's you. You got this. <laughs> One good job to his publicist because she was also over there during the commercial break. Like I think telling him how to spin it and what to say in his acceptance speech. I know, but that was in my opinion, in yeah. my lay opinion as a trained waitress. Yeah. Uh, a a flip, a switch flipped, mm-hmm. and that was a blind rage. Mm-hmm. When he came back, he was out of his body. He looked out of his mind. Yeah. Reading that he went to the Vanity Fair party afterward and held the court and was dancing to get jiggy with it with his Oscar. 
maybe you need to go home. It just, yeah, it feels like this sort of like, I'm not going to let this. I, I was home and I needed to go. I, I went to the basement after that to recover. You did? I, yeah. <laughs> it was very traumatizing from our safe little white world. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I was affected so much by that. I go to the basement every Oscars because I have to give my acceptance speech. Um, I imagine that I've won. Yeah. I imagine that I've won for a touching, <laughs> groundbreaking role where I expose and explore mental illness. And so my speech is what Jessica Chastain hoped to do. Ooh. And just really was emotional and Meryl Streep sobbing. Obviously, she's there. The top tier are there. Um not just like Andrew Garfield in the corner, although I do love him. <laughs> Not blast on Andrew Garfield. No, he was very sweet. Uh, I did tear up during Adriana DeBose, Ariana, Ariana DeBose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When she said, there's a place for us, like the line from West Side Story, I was yeah. like, <laughs> This is why you always give theater kids awards. <laughs> they grew up practicing their Oscar speech, their Tony speech. They have stage presence. They've got the skill. Her it boobs was, stayed in. Her boobs stayed in. She. It was one of those speeches that was like clearly written, but performed so well with that killer final line. And the fact that she was the first queer, black, Latina woman, she knocked, she, she checked a lot of boxes there. And one stunning victory. Yeah. And she got her award first and just got to sit back and watch. Alex Ohanian, who is married to Serena Williams, posted in the midst or the aftermath of the smack gate, just a little popcorn emoji. And I was like, what is happening? Those poor Williams sisters, right? Right? Celebrate their year. Jane Campion fucks with them last time, and now this. You're like, fucking leave them alone. It's like, first of all, this movie's not even about them, even though it should be. They're, like, there. They contributed to it. They're part of it. They deserve to, like, enjoy this movie. And can they not escape controversy? Just wherever they go, people are getting mad or yelling or screaming or being racist. And what's up with all the lying? They're like live. You're like, we know this isn't live. Oh. We know that this person got their award an hour ago. Yeah. These are live. What? Just take the live Chiron down. Well, initially I thought that they were doing it during commercial breaks and just like no. putting them in. But I, if you were on Twitter, they were like, oh, uh, Riz Ahmed just won for best short whatever. And then they show it an hour and a half later and they're like live. You're like, no. Well, it sucks that no one was in the theater for that. I know that Jessica Chastain was in the theater because she wanted to see the hair and makeup people win for Tammy Faye, which was sweet. Uh, but then they would cut to these celebrities who were not there, who were not actually reacting to that. And all I want is reaction shots. I would just like the Oscars where I can have a camera of just people reacting. Nicole Kidman, ideally. Did you see that picture of her reacting to the thing? And she was like, what? Uh, there's a scene, there's a picture of Jessica Chastain like kneeling, talking yeah. to Nicole Kidman that's really sweet. Um, and then the woman from, who won from Minori last year. Oh my gosh, Standing yes. there, just uh, worshipping at the feet of Troy as close as she could possibly be. And anyone else I would be like, could someone cart that lady off? Yeah, get her away from the stage. Yeah. But I, you couldn't. She was so, and she signed the little I love you and his speech was great. When his interpreter broke, that was my second cry of the night. Yeah. I was like, is the interpreter crying? Oh my God. No, that was, I mean, <laughs> I did when he was walking onto the what stage. What a horrible thing are you about to say? I <laughs> so I would just like to preface this with very emotional moment. Absolutely agree with everything you said. When they did show all of the actors standing up and doing the congratulations it's, thing. It's applause. The applause, yes. sure. Um, it, some did look a little forced and a little silly. Um, and so that I did 
laugh at that. And for that, I apologize. But I was still emotionally touched by that moment. But we went over to, I forget which actor it was who set it off. Because, like, by all intents and purposes, like, beautiful moment. But there was someone who was just, like, <laughs> out of synchronicity <laughs> and just looked like they were high-fiving. I know. They were, like, high-fiving a million angels or, like, doing some sort of Scientology spectral situation. I don't know. But that got me. And then, yeah, with the Minari winner, she was so sweet. But I was like, are you not going to stand back? And then I was like, I take my words back because she is just there. So he has use of his hand. She's holding his Oscar next to him, just looking up to him with such, like, compassion, empathy, joy. Very sweet. So let's just say that only having the sign language interpreter up there so the deaf people could only hear about yeah. what was going on during their categories is part of the problem. Deaf people only care about deaf movies. Oh, my God. You're That's like, the thing. What? Yeah. And then the woman who did the adapted screenplay of the Hallmark Hall of Fame movie that was Coda, her dress was amazing. She looks stunning. Oh, she had like a mirrored. Yeah. Where was she during last week's RuPaul challenge? I don't know. That's... She looked at me. Yeah, she was reflecting. But I have to say, honestly, I I. I, Coda is one of the few movies I saw, and I was like, oh, Lifetime Movie of the Week. Yeah. Not great. Yes, the gentleman, Troy, who won for Supporting Actor was great, but woo, lots of bad acting and black, bad plot points and terrible. I mean, I have not seen it, so I can't engage in the commentary, but that's the take that I have personally heard is that it was like, like a solid, sweet movie, and it was great. And He gives a great performance. Yeah. I hope no one's listening, but Marley Matlin really not great. So Amy Schumer being funny was my favorite. Yep. Ariana DeBose's, oh, what a surprise. Next time's making noise in person and at home. Uh, Ariana's speech and then Troy's speech and just the Minari lady being beautiful. Yes. I'm I'm honestly like human saddened by what happened with Chris and Will and everybody. Yeah. I, he shouldn't make fun of her. They obviously have something. He sh You should not. But what do I? Anyway. Yeah. From the where I sit in my white privileged world. That is not how you behave in the decent society. Yeah. Where you just haul off and hit somebody in front of a billion people watching. Yeah. And like. But Black Twitter <laughs> told me to shut my fucking mouth. What? Well, saying sounds great. Ann Goddard <laughs> has been um, <laughs> our mouthpiece from our white privilege zone last <laughs> night discussing what Black Twitter was talking about. Um, but yeah, there has to be some sort of deep seated resentment confrontation between Chris Rock and the Smith family because, or it was just a cu cumulative effect of everything that happened. Cause that was crazy how it just went zero to 100. Um, but honestly things happened in the salon. I'm not as affected by it, but I do think it was wild. I would like to see all sort of situations like that with a Japanese dub over it. I think he just moved there. And the Questlove, poor Questlove. Oh, that is so shitty. His yeah. moment got robbed, even though yeah. he stayed really centered and with his mom. But I love, I mean, do you just have like a never ending love for Questlove? Yeah. yeah. And I love that movie. Oh, and then there were all these weird things that happened. <laughs> Who came out and they were playing Africa? It was two black presenters. And it was D Nice, DJ D Nice doing it. Mm -hmm. But you're like, why are you playing this? <laughs> oh, it was, um, he won for Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, uh, Danny Puglia yeah. and her. Yeah. Yes. And he was playing Africa. <laughs> like, that's weird. Well, and then there was oh. Myla Kunis who, like, came out to um, present one of the Best Picture nominees that apparently related to she conflict. She was in it. Oh. She's in it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. The I, Maggie Gyllenhaal one. Yeah, yeah, I heard a, a story about this this morning. Okay, bet. Well, tell me. She was, nothing. That they were like, oh, you brought the closest thing you could get to um, a Ukrainian, Ukrainian yeah. by bringing Myla Kunis, but she's actually in the movie. So. Okay, I heard. I was curious about that, too. I did uh, not realize she was in the movie, and I was like, she didn't say anything about Ukraine. And I didn't know it was possible to ruin 
we don't talk about Bruno because that song is nothing but joyful and loving. <laughs> did you not hearing it? And I was like, this is no. Like, did you not live for Megan the Stallion coming on? Because I did. Do you know the song? We don't talk about no. <laughs> it's, it's so she was great. She's not on the song. That was yeah, a special yeah. remix, which edition. I love, like a little Oscar's treat. Wrong. <laughs> Every part of it that back. people use on TikTok again and again and again, they yeah. took away the joyful, like, sweet, like, we don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. no, no. no. Okay. It has this, like, yeah. it's awesome. You can't help but start snapping. I was, I told you I was watching. I was like, are my toes tapping? What is happening? Is this joy in my body? Um, you can't help it. And same thing with the songs in um, Turning Red. You're just like. <laughs> oh, the best joke of the night from Amy Schumer was about couples, though. And how the couples all got nominated. <laughs> and she's like, Jake and Maggie Gyllenhaal. And Jake is like, what? Oh, it's and she was like, it's a night for lovers, everyone. <laughs> I just love her right now. I know. After li Life in Bed, yeah. which I've heard from like three other people, they were like, good recommendation. I would never have watched it. Yeah. And I loved it. I'm like, yeah, me too. So I'm already like rooting for her. I love Wanda Sykes. Yeah. Love Regina. Um, but I used to have sort of tepid feelings about Amy Schumer. Mm -hmm. um, but now I'm all in, and I thought she was so funny. And I liked the Wanda Sykes bit in the museum. I thought it was funny. I thought that was very that funny. That guy's really funny. I thought, yeah, yeah, that guy from Will and Grace. He's that guy. He's that guy from Will and Grace, yeah. I will, like, Regina Hall's, my favorite moment of hers recently, like, post-pandemic, is when she was on with, I think, Kevin Hart. And apparently her hair wasn't in an ideal situation. And he thought he muted it and was talking about how crazy her hair looks and how weird she looks. And then her response and her reaction and the face journey that she went on. She would have been banned from the library of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt where they disallow and disavow face journeys. She's so funny. But I liked how they each had a little moment. Amy Schumer, though, does have like, it's sort of like how when you unearth a vegetable from your own garden and it has those micronutrients, she's got facial micronutrients where the nuances and the way she performs things <laughs> Just have another another level of nourishment. Well, somehow I don't know where it is. Now. Oh, there it is. I don't know how it should make it into my thing. But Guy Branham tweeted, tweeted just when you thought things couldn't get any more chaotic, Liza. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she almost started the whole show over again. <laughs> I missed that part. What happened there? Well, I know people were freaking out. <laughs> I was giving my speech in the basement, which was you I didn't started crying. See it? No, I started crying at my own speech. So they <laughs> it was really real. <laughs> Do we give it real quick? They wheel out Liza yeah. in a collapsible wheelchair. Like, it's not even like a real wheelchair. That's like a portable airport one. Rude. And Lady Gaga's with her. Yeah. And she's disheveled and she's tremoring and saying out loud, I don't know what to do. I'm not sure how this works. I'm so confused and very afraid. Yeah. And Gaga's like, I got you. Don't worry. Aww. Super sweet. She's like, I got you. And she's like, now? I read it now? She's like, nope, not yet. Super sweet. Aww. Um, and somebody wrote on Twitter, like, oh, my idea of Lady Gaga taking care of a, a convalescence home for convalescence home for aging icon. <laughs> you know, here's Tony Bennett is like, who are you? And Liza's like, what do I do now? <laughs> um, so it was, I mean, I am madly in love with Lady Gaga. After yeah. That moment. And then she's like, you want to read it? And she's like, okay. Oh, that's so sweet. sweet. But it was bizarre because she was openly confused and confused yeah. about what she was supposed to do and what was happening. Do you think like she agreed to do that? Well, does, does she have agency over her? I mean, she was non compass mentos. I would, I would not have put her out there. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. Did Billie Eilish and Phineas lose their Oscars? What was the joke about? They're like, we'll, we'll remember these. We'll keep these. Maybe they lost we'll Grammys or something in the past. Or maybe 
I hope they weren't talking about the um, Oscar that was lost from the museum bit. But mm-hmm. it was tough to say. I don't know. I find it fascinating when people who are losing their hair at a rate with which Phineas is decide to grow it even longer because then you just look worrisome to me. Have I sent you that guy who does hair? Phil does hair. If you're on Instagram, immediately type in (laughs) Phil does hair. So there are these new hair pieces. I don't even know what we're going to call them, but they are amazing. And it takes people from bald to fabulous. Yeah. It's terrifying to watch because it looks like he's scalping people. I have seen those things done. And I do think if I ever get to that point, I would absolutely buy one. Why the fuck not? These guys go from like toads to hotties. <laughs> you sound like Regina Hall right now. <laughs> All right. Well, and you have to shave the top of your head like a monk yeah. so that he can glue it on there. But it stays on for a couple months. But he must be pretty popular because he's he's opened a salon in Midtown. New York. I just glued on. Manhattan. Sorry, I forgot you were from New York. Does he... Is he shirtless as he applies this? Phil, possibly. He's also has like some um, S&M videos and he's into a lot of stuff. But look, this man looks like he has real fucking hair. Yeah. You would never think toupee or wig or anything. At all. No. You can't see this, listeners, but Emma is looking with eyes open like, wow. And Nick looks constipated, but I think he's... (laughs) I was just like, I'm kind of amazed how technology... Well, remember those like Bosley... There, see, you look like scary bald. I, the shaving before is really... You have to have a clean surface to put down the hair. <laughs> I mean, it, it, scientifically, yes, it makes sense, but it's still Look how hot this guy is with hair. Yeah. No offense, baldies. <laughs> Some bald people are very attractive. <laughs> Phil does hair, Instagram. I mean, don't eat right before you look at it, because... <laughs> you're, when they're pulling the hair off, you're like... <laughs> when, they're, when they're putting it on, too, it's like, where did you get that hair? <laughs> Who did you steal it from? It does look like someone was scalped. So I just went to my Twitter because I wanted to find that guy random tweet, right? <laughs> and guess who tweeted me back? Someone you won't care about, Tramel Tillman from Severance. Did you watch Severance this week? No. God, I hate you both. <laughs> <laughs> like, not only liked it, but wrote back, thanks, means so much. That's so sweet. <laughs> this week's, are we done with the Oscars? We're finished with the Oscars, This yeah. week's Severance was unfucking believable Real quick, while you were going through that journey of disappointment with Emma and I, I was going through a different journey, which was, oh my God, she wasn't talking about Kenneth Branagh with that tweet. And then Terrence Tillman or whatever. Guy Branagh. Guy Branagh. Yeah, yeah, different people. <laughs> and then when you said the person with the alliterative TT, I went to a song by Twice, K-pop, TT. And now in my head, it's just like, and the TT, and that you can I was like on a roll of I'm so sorry and you like stopped me so that you could I'm tell a life ruiner he a ruins lives story that had no ending and will get funny. cut out I know no it won't this stays in Emma <laughs> I want to know that the ruiner the wet blanket that is Nick Cotter just squashed my flame here's the thing I have thoughts that I feel like are absolutely genius and I felt they need to express and it's only until and I will say recording in person does help this I see both of your faces drain of life I know I know but I still have the I I like realize afterwards I won't apologize I am Bosco and it's like I realized I was being a brat but I'd do it again (laughs) severance Anyway, <laughs> anyone out there is watching Severance, and I know that you are. This week was fucking insane. The show gets better and better. And this gentleman, who does not get enough love, Tramel Tillman, he's playing Melchek. So you watched one episode, half an episode? Zero percent. Jesus. 
I'm so sorry. <laughs> I won't ruin it for anybody out there, but if you're on the fence about watching Severance, just get on it. It is amazing. There's two or three left. This week went fucking bananas. <laughs> this guy, Melchek, who is the general manager of the office, he plays it very calm. He's like terrifyingly menacing because he just seems so nice, but you see him torturing people. Mm -hmm. So this week, somebody wins a prize and it's a dance, it's a one minute dance party. And he dances. <laughs> They have little things to live for. They basically live in a room like this without the glass block windows their whole life. It does sound like something that a progressive office would do. It's like, we care about mental wellness. Do some little exercises yeah. at your desk for one minute. The other guy's name I can't think of is like, that's why I have more finger cuffs than all of you. Like, you get wind finger cuffs. It's terrible. But anyway, he dances, and it is the most amazing thing you've ever seen. And then the end of the episode... <laughs> I literally was like, get my phone, get on Twitter, I wrote Severance, what the fuck? And everyone's like, ah, 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 ah. it's ah, so good. Oh my God, that's the most amazing thing. I don't know why ever. you guys are not watching it. It is the best written thing on TV. It is terrifying. even better than Coda. <laughs> I mean, you wanted to laugh at that. You I'm just felt go, bad about it. I was thinking it. Station 11. Yeah. Severance, this is dark and twisted. Oh, it's so smart, though. And you're like, what is going to happen now? <gasps> well, I mean, I, mean if, I don't know if I could handle binging this, actually. This is a show kind of like I need the week between episodes to like emotionally recover. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I gasped, <laughs> drew the curtains in with my mouth like I have curtains. Um, Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's it's open for business. There are no curtains, it never shuts down, baby. <laughs> Ready to ride. Um, no, I will listen apartment. to it just because you just earned the Oscar for best like voice acting, <laughs> which I think is a real category of which you should win. <laughs> Who am I? The person that loves turning red, I know her. I get that girl. Yeah. This woman, I don't know her. I don't know her. But this show is so good. And then Pachinko started it also. It's a Korean show. It looks really, really good. It's getting good Oh, reviews. is that why? <laughs> Am I being typecasted? Well, that's fair. I have not yes. seen it. Yes. Yes. So. Did you listen to any of my songs? I did. Yeah. I liked the one Little Mix song, the remix of it. Bad. There were 30 songs. <laughs> I listened to two. It's the beginning. I'm okay, asking bad. you to watch Severance since it started. I, okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Weeks I thought, ago. I thought you listened to 30 and you were like, one was acceptable. No, I only listened, I only listened to those two. I like, like, that's on a high rate of return. <laughs> I'll crawl back into my little hole. No, I will watch Severance, Julie. Do or don't. It's fantastic. No, but I want to because I want to understand what made you do all those things. Well, I might, I might have resolved it now, but I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's a Friday night watch. I love it. Did you watch anything else this week? So, Julie, let me tell you. I was scrolling through the LGBTQ plus part of Netflix and had watched everything except for one show that was Teenage Bounty Hunters. And I was like... <laughs> And so I looked it up, and it was like, <laughs> aired in 2020, lasted for one season, canceled. And I was like, I'm in. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> I'm 100%. But it also had a 94% of Rotten Tomatoes. So I was like, here we go. And so it's about these two twin girls, non-identical. Two twin girls? <laughs> a single set of twins comprising two girls who were fraternal, not identical. Obviously. I don't deserve this. <laughs> I don't know any oh, Mackenzie Aston. Who's she? It's a man. Who's he? He was in the cast. He was Anderson. He's Sean Aston's brother. He's right. the cuter of the two. He was in Dream for an Insomniac, one of my favorite movies that no one's ever seen. 
Oh, yeah, he's the dad. Anyway, so is it good? Is it not good? What's the story? Julie, I honestly can't tell. There are times when I'm like, I, oh, I wonder what everybody's going to watch this week. <laughs> can't really tell. Teenage Bunny is any good. Or separate. It's funny that you give me so much heat for ruining your flow when I am building up. Oh, okay. Okay, this Let is me like, sit back and watch. This was like Learn drive me. my car. It Learn is three me. hours, but it will grip you. Did you ever watch that? No. Yeah, no. I watched the first four, so the first like six hours. But I can't tell if it's like amazing, but it is good. It is watchable. It is wild. Sometimes it's like, should I be watching this? What's happening? But I'm still going. So it's these two girls who are twins. <laughs> Uh, who belong to a religious school and are super religious and they get into a car crash with someone who's being hunted by a bounty hunter and then become sort of his protege and bounty hunters themselves. And yeah, I too have While continuing to be super religious. Well, then they have questions and then they have concerns and then they have crises <laughs> of faith and of guns. So it is wild. It's sort of that trope of like, here are these white Christian girls who know how to use guns super well because their daddy taught them that are now just like, well, God forgive me, but are still religious. But like, I don't know. The whole thing is wild. I think I'll get back to you next week about whether or not it's worth it. But they do have this fun moment where they'll look at each other and like I just did to you, you seemed, but they have this moment and then they sort of have this like telepathic communication, like twin sense situation, not twin cest. And... They have a dialogue. I know I ruined it, but I'll let you know. That's all I watched, Julie. Kadeem Hardison is also on there. It's a solid watch. I just don't know if it's good or if it's so bad it's good or if it's just bad or if it's legitimately good or if I enjoy it. We have a lot of questions, just like they have questions about who God is and whether God's cool that they banged their boyfriend. They were in love and love heals all sins. Is that really? Is that super religious? They're super religious, but they're dealing within this world, and it's sort of like a satire on the super religious world, while also acknowledging that there are good Christians, but most are bad. So it's a unique situation that's happening. Well, things that are better than mediocre are still Abbott Elementary. If you're not watching that, that show is adorable and heartwarming, and everybody loves it, so I don't know what your problem is. I have a couple friends who watched it and did not enjoy it. and well, so Heartless drunks, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch the second season of Starstruck, which was not great. Did you start watching it? I watched the whole thing. Yeah. I thought you liked it. I did like it. I didn't like it as much as season one. Right. It's more of the same. The we didn't end. really go anywhere. No, we didn't really spend any time anywhere. No. We, we got somewhere, I guess. But but time passed, though, because, like, seasons. Yeah. I think they lean too much in the, we're just going to do a slice of a season, so we don't actually develop any, you know, investment in the relationship. Let me tell you. Well, and she didn't, nothing changed. Yeah. Like, in the first season, she didn't, she was insecure. Yeah. And you couldn't tell if he was really in or not in. Mm-hmm. Second season, she was really insecure. And you couldn't, couldn't really <laughs> tell if he was in or not. <laughs> so there was, like, no growth. Yeah. <laughs> Except at the very end, he asks her a question. Or she asks him a question, and he's like, no. It's good. <laughs> um, yeah, the last episode was fun. Yeah. And he's fun to look at. And she's hilarious. He's very attractive. Emma did show me the trailer, and I was like, "I'm." Oh Except, I think I'm probably even bigger than she is as a person, and he seems like a little pocket friend that you could carry around. They keep showing him on his bed with like his legs over to the side. He seems like a very thin little person. Oh, that's so sweet. Ah, oh, those are the ones you can just throw around. Yeah. 
So she seems tall and sort of solid like me. And I feel like together we would be like, oh. What's your body type? Solid. <laughs> <laughs> you more pear-shaped, inverted, tri- I'm solid. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a pear. I'm not a, an hourglass. I'm not a beanpole. I don't know. I got some, I just feel like I'm a, I'm not thick, but I'm like solid. I'm still trying to figure out what those mean. Whatever algorithm for my YouTube shorts that shows me all the K-pop video keeps showing like the different body types of like idols. And I still don't understand what any of them mean. Like pear shape I get. Inverted triangle? What the fuck is that? Broad-shouldered, little narrow waist. See, I've watched 18 of those videos and none of them could explain it as well as you just did you right there. You have my number. Thank you. You can call me. I know, but my phone is where my employees text me. It's the scare ball. It's the well, scare Well, maybe brick. you could get an Apple phone that doesn't involve that. Oh, I did accidentally start. Do you know who has an Android? Gabrielle Union. So I'm in great company. <laughs> She's in therapy three days a week, two hours a day. She is an amazing Maybe woman. Maybe if she got rid of the Android, she would be free. She's an amazing woman who's super supportive of her trans daughter, and she's a delight. Oh, my God. She and Dwayne seem like the best people on the planet. So this week, you're definitely not going to watch what I asked you to. No, I'm going to watch Severance because I'm excited. You did. Honestly, I feel like now that we're in person, I can sense the excitement from you on a more visceral level. So I'm in. Okay, Pachinko. Based on the New York Times bestseller, this sweeping saga chronicles the hopes and dreams of a Korean immigrant family across four generations as they leave their homeland in an indomitable quest to survive and thrive. It's supposed to be really good. Do any of them become singers or dancers? No, they don't. I just don't understand the point. Oh, my God. Sorry. I saw the picture. Now I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) There were, like, little cherry blossoms (laughs) cresting around it. Ah, that is... A bunch of people have seen it. Yeah, so they've already had... Three episodes out, and then the next one, ones will be dropped one week at a time. Is it on Apple TV? Yes, we're going to take care of okay, you. Okay, thank you. Baby. I appreciate it. <laughs> the mic I, can still hear you. I'm, I'm adjusted the levels. It's a hot mic. <laughs> but hey, we're in an arboretum where birds are. Oh, it's a rooster. <laughs> I don't know why we decided to just continue to go with that. It's a great sting. Is it? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> a sting? All right, so this first one is a visual. So, Nick, would you like to describe what you see on the scene, on the yes. screen? Yes. So, there was a lady squatting, potentially pooping, like <laughs> Maya Rudolph and Bridesmaids, who's just been proposed to. A man is kneeling and holding her up. I don't think she's pooping. I think she was, like, overcome. With emotion. But not. Which sometimes can relax your bowels <laughs> and lead to pooping. Her sphincter is split. <clears throat> Eden Dranger wrote, Eight years ago, a wrong number texted me, and we just played along. We met up to grab a drink and fell in love. After dating for two years, we moved in together. One day, I came home to a beautiful bouquet of flowers and him on the bed fucking my Pilates instructor. This isn't us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure, like, 100,000 other people, I was drawn in, like, (gasps) the wrong number turned into a nightmare. Okay. (laughs) Yikes. Funny. That was funny, though. That's funny. Yeah. No, I don't think I did this one last week, and it's by the exact same person. I don't know how they ended up in this order. So Eden Dranger again. The serving size for cereal should be until you stop feeling sad. Yes. Did we do it? No, we didn't. Oh, no, I but it, it does I hit. love it. Yeah. It's too- I was like, it's so true. I just eat the whole box. Yeah. Cereal does hit. Um, I When I gained <laughs> 70 pounds in three months after uh, being at the Linder Center of Hope to recover, uh, it was entirely based on cereal. I cannot... That's fair. left alone my cereal that is over it's like <laughs> open the box pour milk i know all right so this is not us or cereal 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 yeah 
thinking about you it. You just never know with these two. <laughs> I said I tried to really edit today, and then I'm like, but they might think that one's really funny. <laughs> At Slater, Jonah said, turning off the news and watching a documentary about serial killers to relax. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. So, yeah, yeah. Murder or cereal? Mm. We're going to go with uh, cereal. Sticking with I cereal, yeah. yeah. At Roast Malone underscore said, my downstairs neighbor has a daughter who lets her boyfriend sneak in through the window every day. I'm no narc, so I haven't told her dad. Well, she just told me my skinny jeans are out. I'll be asking her dad tomorrow why his son keeps forgetting his key. Respect your elders. <laughs> <laughs> I know these are like stories. They're not even like tweets. I know. I do love a narrative, though. <laughs> um, I like the respect your elders. Yeah. Oh. Because I used to sneak in, well, I did it once, and I was like, I'm a renegade teen <laughs> to my uh, high school low-key girlfriend, but, like, we never actually dated, who lived a couple blocks away, and I would sneak into, like, her basement, like, window, and then we would kiss and be like, oh, my God, I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> so, neighbor or neighbor. serial? Neighbor. neighbor. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah. See, I just never know what you do. <laughs> This one might only be for me. At Anxious Deluxe said, It's not the bar. It's not only for me. You'll see. I mean, not for you. There, there's a couple in here that are definitely for you. Gilded Age is a plotless and insane spectacle. This is Coco Melon for gay men in Hell's Kitchen who don't know how to turn on their oven. But you guys haven't really finished Gilded Age. So you no, I also know. don't know what Coco Melon is. Oh, my God. It's like a terrible, like a Teletubbies for now. Like what the little kids watch. Oh, blah, 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 blah. I guess. Is that who likes it? Who likes Gilded Age? Like I watched it and I'm not sure I like it. Gay men in Hell's Kitchen who don't know how to turn on their oven. <laughs> I mean, truly. the costumes are amazing. It is horrendous. Remember when I was like, we got to watch the Gilded Age and you actually stuck it through when I skipped <laughs> out after so three long. episodes? They're all talented people. So, right? Like they're all Broadway stars. Yeah. So it's obviously the writing and the medium because yeah. you the can't make these people look this bad. And yet they did. Ugh. They Harry just Cohen? they are not doing anything. They did nothing for so long. And they're so speaking in a way that no one speaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not even mess. back in the day. Well, Julie, we weren't there. It's like, well, it doesn't matter. But I, you watch Downton Abbey and you're like, nobody speaks like that now, but you get it. This yeah. is like something that was translated into Korean and then back into English. And it doesn't make any sense. You always miss the vibe. Yeah. Our hero, Solomon Giorgio, said, I highly recommend being in your 40s. Now when I accidentally drop something on the something it belongs to the floor who am i to take away an inanimate object agency <laughs> try and say that he followed up with i have seven other forks i'm not going to risk hurting my back to pick it up <laughs> someone else replied i've been walking past a bottle cap for two days <laughs> it just becomes like an installation in your house here's my bottle cap i dropped it in 1997 <laughs> it is true though you get older you're like fuck the fork is on the floor. Yeah, I view my floor as the largest shelf in my real neighbors. All right. Well, I love this that is petty nonsense. Another age joke from Ashley Nicole Brown. One of the cool things they don't tell you about your 30s is you can hurt your neck by turning to look at something, which is wild because that is a neck's main job. <laughs> uh, neck, fork, or neighbor? Neck. Neighbor. My neck. Emma is not my messing bag. around today. My pussy in, my <laughs> it's a next-man job. At what the Felk said, just heard a woman say, I never give my dog medicine I haven't tried first. And her friend responded, oh, Janet, no. <laughs> this is how ivermectin started. <laughs> Johannes Chimpo replied, just over here snorting my dog's chemo. <laughs> I'm going to say dog chemo for me. Yeah. Oh, Janet, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Janet, no. Uh, dog chemo? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Sorry. I, do you have a tweet by Kevin T. Porter? I have that. Is it the... Go ahead. No, no, you do it. Kevin T. I don't Porter have, of Gilmore Guys fame? Yeah, who like is the person that brought down Ellen and he wrote something horrible about the Oscars. I don't have it in here. Okay. Is that well, the one? Go yeah. for it. So I tried That's to... fine. Take my bid. That's right. <laughs> Bring one tweet in after a year. What episode are we on, Ellen? 99. We're on episode 99. <laughs> and it's the first tweet you brought to the table. You go right <laughs> I hope it's hilarious. Hope it fucking slays. Okay, so Kevin T. Porter says, fair is fair. Let the Williams sisters slap Jane Campion. <laughs> Yeah, for somebody who's like so Christian, he really has some wild takes. Yeah. Is he super Christian? He oh yeah, fiery on Twitter. <laughs> he, he started straight? after the Gilmore Guys. He started a podcast. Um, oh, he's the Gilmore Guys dude who's like not gay. At Roy O. Roy said, "If you write, keep it together, comma man, without the comma, you end up creating a new superhero named Keep It Together Man. <laughs> and frankly, if there's one guy we need right now, it's him." Oh. <laughs> That's a cute one. It's just not as funny as dog keep. <laughs> oh, Janet. No. Oh, Janet, no. <laughs> Name of episode, oh, Janet, Janet no. no. <laughs> Honestly, probably. <laughs> Honestly, probably. I like that. At Ben Rosen said, maybe J.K. Rowling would have more empathy if she read a book about an unhappy boy who discovered he really was who he really was and began to thrive once he entered a world where he could be himself. Oh. Burn. Burn. <laughs> In the words of Alaska, burn. Burn. Yeah, you know, as soon as Putin's using you as like a defense, <laughs> you just have really lost the plot, babe. It's like, what are you defending right now? Oh my God. The right to womanhood? Trans women are women. So like, defend them. At Sadiq Ali said, this is a follow up from last week's tweet. I wish I was a cow, just eating grass in the field, no rent, no job, no stress, just moo. <laughs> just moo. Just moo. Just moo. Just moo. It's a moo point. It's a point from a cow. It's moo. At please be Gnesis said, tomorrow is promised to no one. Don't meal prep. <laughs> See, I couldn't cut any of these. They're gold. Know, they Thank really you, are. Twitter. <laughs> wow, that hit her harder than I anticipated, honestly. I just love destroying meal prep culture. <laughs> it's so exhausting. I've downloaded like 75 different like planning apps or like routine apps and I'll do it for one day and be like, I'm stressed. It's just the kind of thing that either drives you crazy trying to like meet the requirements of it or you get so good at it that life passes you by. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how much time have you wasted? It's like oh, eight, eight hours <laughs> every Sunday. Yeah, it takes like... eight hours to meal prep? Oh, it doesn't, but... <laughs> If you are making eight chicken breasts mm -hmm. and eight salads and eight portions and of carrots. And a lot of plastic, a lot of single-use yeah. plastic goes into the little, like, And then you're basically eating the same meal every day but with a different sauce. You're like, chicken and vegetables and, and salad with a picante sauce. Next day with a honey mustard. Until you tell me different or sticking with OG in it. No. Yeah. At C.S. Schlesinger said, had a sex dream about my boyfriend about my own boyfriend, which feels a bit like going to a restaurant and being served groceries from my home. And <laughs> sarcasm only said, sometimes I read a text and I think, what a fucking psychopath. Path. Then I press send. <laughs> it's the self-awareness. At <laughs> uh, mgrace1179 said, a weighted blanket is not enough. I need to be compressed into a zip file. <laughs> that one was for you. <laughs> Oh, this next one is definitely for you. I'm shifting to zip file, by the way. Yeah, that did hit. <laughs> At L8, who knows? Said, pussy like Poland. <laughs> Alex Higby said, you're in his DMs. I created and married him in The Sims, and now we're both having an affair with Bella Goth. <laughs> and I don't even know what that means. But I copied it down because I thought you would like The Sims part. 
Okay, so quick history lesson. Bella Goth is like the most iconic Sim. She's been around since Sims 1. And then in Sims 2, she disappeared. And no one knew what happened to her. And there was like, did, was she murdered? Was she abducted by aliens? We never we never found out. She's got like the signature red dress. And then in Sims 3, which is like a different timeline, it was Bella Goth as like a child. And then Sims 4, everyone really hates. But yeah, she's like iconic in the moment. And uh, I really appreciated that tweet. <laughs> I saw The Sims and I just thought you'd like it. Sims, yeah, I know. It's like when people <laughs> see something tennis related in the news, they're like, hey, I thought you'd like this. Oh, we didn't even talk about Beyonce's performance in the <laughs> green tennis ball color. So good. It was so good. It was very strange that it was off site, but it was beautiful. And the choreography was amazing. Yeah. Same lady who did the halftime show. Ugh. It was phenomenal. Everyone, everything just being Yellow felt very Destiny's Child. Is Beyonce aging backwards? But she looks 12. Mm -hmm. She looks amazing. Yeah. She is gorgeous. Luckily, at Caitlin <laughs> said, my hobbies are minding my business and heating pad. <laughs> <laughs> I love my heating pad. I, really good I sleep with it. It makes my bed feel warm. It's magic. I only pull it out when my tummy hurts. It's like Dora the Explorer when she gets older. Back, 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 back. Heating pad, heating pad, heat pad, heat pad. I did get my hair cut once with some blunt bangs and like a bob and Mizelette Velasquez, beautiful, gorgeous soloist of the Cincinnati Ballet goes, hey, Dora the Explorer. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So, <laughs> I mean, this is one of the most beautiful people you'll ever meet yeah. in real life. And she laughed at me like, <laughs> Nelson from the fucking Simpsons. Simpsons. I was like, my Zalet, I have to go kill myself. <laughs> so interestingly, I'm not an accomplished ballerina, but that my we know of. friend also got a similar haircut. And I was just like, berries and cream, berries and cream, everyone wants berries and cream. Do you remember that? Let me pull it up. Okay, so yeah, my friend Caitlin got the same haircut. And I immediately sang Berries and Cream from this commercial. You tried these new berries and cream starburst? Pardon me. <laughs> what kind of starburst did you just say? Berries. Berries. Berries and what else? And cream. Oh. <laughs> berries and cream. Berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. <laughs> berries and cream. Berries and cream. <laughs> Did she know what you were talking yeah. about? Yes, <laughs> so that made it all the more devastating. <laughs> that is devastating. She was like, so I don't know if I love my haircut. I was like, that is a cream, that is a Evil. What's the next tweet, Julie? <laughs> this is another one targeted specifically at Nick. Hey. At I am Chris Ramsey. Snoring is basically bragging about being asleep <laughs> so loudly that it stops other people from sleeping. It's like lying there screaming, I'm having a lovely sleep. <laughs> Is that how you feel when I talk about how much I sleep? Yes. <laughs> You're like, I know that you have chronic insomnia. For your entire life, I slept the entire 18 hours. And I could go right back to sleep at this moment. Oh, I, I did. Oh, my God. It's not like I'm like, hey, Julie, I slept more this week than you have your entire life. Like, that would be rude. I just am talking about how much I slept. But I do get it on snoring. We're going to be here for the rest of our lives. Okay. <laughs> At Snarky and Lemon said, feel free to take advice from me, but you should know I almost choked drinking the Pringle crumbs out of the canister. <laughs> As a person who has also done that, you're like, <laughs> like, oh, Stacy's pita chip dust almost died a thousand times alone. <laughs> Literally, not a Coursera curse, but I did watch like a YouTube compilation of how to give yourself the Heimlich. Because like I watched that um, Sex in the City. Well, no, I watched the Thirty Rock episode where she's alone yes. and like is choking Liz Lemon, and then like a week later, it was a self fulfilling prophecy that happened when I was home alone, and I was like, 
<laughs> I got to protect myself. <laughs> so on the back of a chair? Because that's what she did. The back of a chair, yeah, yeah, yeah. was one of the many ways. You can also, like, go like this and then just, like, fall into it. Oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> Trust fall. <laughs> um, I'm going to shift to Pringles. Really? Yeah, once you pop. The fun don't stop. What am I on? Who I knows? I think I'm still on Janet. I think you are too. Yeah, you're so into that. I think I'm still on Janet. Every time I go back to that story in my head and I see the friend like knocking drugs out of her friend's head. <laughs> no, Janet, no. <laughs> no, it's funny both ways. Like, oh, Janet, no. We're, oh, Janet. <laughs> Janet. No. no. I like the urgency. At Drake Gatsby says, no, I don't iron my clothes. I don't need to. I simply hang them up in the bathroom while I get while I shower so they get steamed. No, it doesn't work. I just wear wrinkled clothes every day. Where am I going? To the opera? <laughs> I feel you, Drake Gatsby. <laughs> I do the same thing, but instead of hanging it up, they're just the clothes that I took off to go into the shower that I use the next day. At Ben Meckler said, oh, this is another one for Nick. Nick, you are all over Twitter this week. Hey, <clears throat> microphone three, what? Gen Z will never understand growing up with parents who basically poured a gallon of milk into your body with a funnel every day because big milk told them that if we didn't drink enough, our bones would go soft and we turn into pudding people and get kidnapped at the mall. A hundred percent. And now I'm addicted to milk. I can't even pronounce it correctly. Milk? So Benjamin Simons, who's a real actual comedian, posted this picture from Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. So it's Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. And she says, I invented Wordle. <laughs> Instead of I invented Post-its. <laughs> yeah, I invented Wordle. She just had the idea to make them yellow. I created the <laughs> adhesive material. This is a Julian Nick. No offense, Emma, this is not your this is not your bag. At Shut Up Mike Jin said, if you bump into someone you haven't seen in seven years, every cell has been replaced and there's somebody new entirely. You don't have to say hi. 100%. Oh my God, we're almost there. At Randy Paint said, the early bird gets the worm, but the late bird just gets a slightly worse worm. There's worms everywhere. Who cares? Sleep late. Don't let the worms dictate your lifestyle. <laughs> a take I've never had. But I totally agree. Don't do a strong rainstorm. Fuck you, worms. Worms abound. Um, at Megan Dickman wrote, don't ever let a recipe tell you how many chocolate chips to use. You measure that shit with your heart. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> that was an Emma one. <laughs> Akilah Green says, when people call me, I answer the phone with an exasperated, is everything okay? <laughs> to signal to the caller that I do not wish to receive phone calls unless there is an emergency. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, I'm going to switch to emergency. Yeah, I do love Is that everything one. okay? Is everything <laughs> Why are you calling me? Why are you texting me? Why are you expecting that I'll text you back within 24 hours? Leave me alone. At Sage Boggs, the pilot, this is your captain speaking, me very quietly to myself, this is the passenger listening. <laughs> Which I promise you I will do from now on. From now on. Oh, so cute. <laughs> Sarcasm Only, who's an Instagram that we follow that is hilarious, said, always got to add the, but I don't know what's up to you after giving life advice just in case you ruin their life. <laughs> it's your call. Yeah. It's your call. Live your life. So, I mean, like, this is just a, I just a, accidentally a, kept talking. I'm yeah. a trained waitress. I I'm not a therapist. I don't. I don't know. I'm always just like, but you do you. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what you know. Yeah. No, I'll just like eviscerate someone's entire life and be like, well, honestly, your boyfriend is just like this, 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 and I don't really think you respect yourself in this way, but like you do you. <laughs> Magic. Yay. Good Sorry, guys. No, that was a great and one. And I edited 20 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Take it to the runway. Runway. Take it to the runway. Runway. Have a girl.
Put your face in the wall. Head to toe. Let your whole body talk. Well, I like that one better. So we're moving on to RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. Now, it was fantastic. Everything was amazing. This is all I could think of during the entire musical. <laughs> Didn't it sound like that? The Limu Emu. Moulin yeah. <laughs> Every five seconds in my head. <laughs> I was like, is it the Moulin Rue or? <laughs> Didn't it sound like Limu yeah, Emu? Oh my God, it was driving me crazy. <laughs> Sorry, that last one was an accident. <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious. It was a great episode. I, best musical ever. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel They're like the Madonna one was also really good. So I feel like this and that one I, I feel like, like the production quite. value was higher. We had backup dancers yeah. looking hot in their corsets. True. Um, Leland shamed his entire ancestry. That was embarrassing. Yeah, that Leslie was Leslie Jordan was great. But really, we couldn't have Jonathan Bailey come and do that part? What? <laughs> Jonathan Bailey week, we don't need him, but we got Leland out there. If there's ever a reminder of how young Georges is, she was like, oh my God, I remember when I was younger and I would watch him during the early pandemic videos when he would make those Instagrams. But no, I feel like everyone did. It was like the same year. Everyone did such a solid job. It was fantastic. The songs were great. The production was great. Leland did a great job writing the songs. His performance during the musical was passable. Um, it wasn't actually. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was terrible. Not to focus on the negative, but but he was terrible. And Go away. Let Leslie Jordan play that part. It was hilarious. I know. It's like you do you, but you deserve to die. <laughs> um, what did you think initially? So they have to choose their own. Remember when they used to like get assigned roles, and RuPaul was just like, "There's no drama there. Let's ruin people's lives." Or the winner from last week or got whatever. immunity. Yeah. Or they got to pick. Yeah, exactly. Or they had to make everybody pick. Yeah. This sort of every woman for themselves is just like wild. Whoever the editors are this year, they are fucking with us hardcore because <laughs> now they're like, oh, do you like Bosco? Not anymore. You're going to ruin it. Is Georgia's adorable? Maybe not. <laughs> is Lady Camden the best thing that ever happened to the planet? Yes, she yes, is. Yes, she is. Does An Is Angeri even on the show anymore? Not sure. <laughs> is Willow Bill just around? Yes. Yeah. Is Diabetes still a bitch? Yes. I did it on purpose. I did it on purpose. It was intentional. Yeah, this episode was... Wild. I mean, I do love Camden. I get that she's soft-spoken, but it is interesting because she never had, like, it was never sort of like, oh, she was robbed for the win. She deserved that. That was never just like, oh, my God, Lady Camden, perhaps because she doesn't stand out as a huge personality, but she's consistently great, and her I do love her. Her was amazing. Well, that was the turning point where yeah. it was just like, holy shit, this girl's amazing. But you would think the editors would be like, Lady Camden, let's, like, start sprinkling her in as someone that you want to gravitate towards. And we did, and sort of like, oh, yeah, she's good. And now it's just like, holy shit, she's the moment. She killed it. She did. She did. I, I do think she actually would have been even better as Saltine than yeah. she was as the ringmaster because she was right. I bring the romance, which is what Bosco was missing. She yeah. wasn't, I didn't think Bosco was sexy or funny. And I think that Camden would have brought like a real romance and sweetness to it and that Nicole Kidman fragility. Yeah. No, she would have taken it to the next level. I mean, that's the difference. I mean, obviously Camden was in a couple ballets in California. But yeah, no, I think that... Bosco technically did well and that she knew her lines and she performed and she listened to whatever advice they gave her. But Camden could have infused that and breathed the life and sort of that vulnerability and the human element to a musical, which is never the prompt, but always appreciated. Yeah, those, the charisma, uniqueness, urban talent, they didn't really get anything to do. No. I did think that Georges looked dead-faced for most of it. And I did think Deja rocked out the rap part 
Daya yeah. didn't do anything for me. I don't know why they were like, Daya's amazing. Yeah, they were praising her. I think it's because RuPaul cornered her after she was eliminated and was like, I'm going to bring you back to the show, but you need to be a fucking bitch. Okay? You need to be a fucking bitch. And she was. Yeah, we were just saying that like the editors have really messed with your brains. They're like, don't you just love Bosco? Not as much. Don't you just love Georgia's? Maybe not. Is Angeria still on the show? Not sure. <laughs> What's happening and why? So what did you think about the head-to-head Lady Camden Bosco situation? I think Bosco came out looking like a bitch. Yeah. So, and I don't think it was the right... I don't think she should have gone for either of those parts. I really do think Camden would have been such a better saltine romance, mm-hmm. sweetness, that fragility of Nicole Kidman it looks like she could pass out at any minute yeah and not just because she has TB but just because she looks hungry and pale and <laughs> seen the sun. she's like a mole person You're like are you okay so today Ruzical was fucking phenomenal Bosco had a little fall from grace I do appreciate how in Untucked she was like yeah no Camden because she was like I feel like I just never liked to get in confrontation and I felt really shitty about that sort of situation and I feel like I came off poorly. And Bosco was like, no, I feel like you came off as a better person. I came off as a brat. And I realized that, but I wouldn't change anything. Good to see you learn from your mistakes by wearing the same outfit every week and not changing But also the either. pressure cooker that is Drag Race and yes. being told that like you were just in the bottom three times in one episode <laughs> as fucking Georgia is through in your fucking face. Best. That was amazing. Um, Such a good week. We're talking about track records. She was in the bottom three times in one episode. She's feisty. That's like old school drag, just like cutthroat. I don't know. And then Bosco was like, well, RuPaul's already decided she's an organ donor for Georgia, so. Yeah, and she was, which is like also amazing that they're even saying that because we all felt that way about UK most recently. Yes. When it was just like, okay, well, Ella Bidet and. Well, yeah, but who was the other one? Ella Bidet and Kitty Kitty Got Claws. Kitty's Got Claws, yeah. Yeah, okay, but how really produced is the show? So. Because. The Rusical needed all of those people. Leland didn't write that Rusical yesterday. Uh huh. So they must have known they were keeping people this whole time, yeah. right? Mm-hmm, that's true. <laughs> well, and we needed eight people for Snatch Game, too. You don't need eight people for Snatch Game. You've, they've done it with seven. Have they? I believe so. Okay, right. And you could do the Rusical of Love or blah, 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 yeah. blah. That was only six. Yeah. There's still eight, or we are down to seven. I don't know, without because Jasmine. the goddamn gold bar came out this week. <laughs> We're down to seven without Jasmine. But if you think about it, the third last person to get eliminated was Maddie Morphosis. Which I don't even remember her. I know, right? <laughs> I remember that last outfit, that quilted nightmare <laughs> of a bing bong dress. It was Maddie Morphosis, Carrie Colby, and Jasmine Kennedy. Those are the last three eliminated people. I mean, honestly, I don't care. They can all stay. I don't either. I'm having a blast. Yeah, this same. It's a great season. Yeah. And like in other seasons, I'm just like, oh my God. I think it's just because I watched too much Bob the Drag Queen and Monet Exchange where I was just like, how long is this going on? <laughs> but this season, I do love them all. I'm excited for the drama. I'm in. Have you seen the video of Bob the Drag Queen talking to Monet Exchange about an all winter season? No. Not either knowing or not knowing, but Monet is on the all winter season. And Bob's like, I would never go back for that kind of money, would you? And Monet's like, uh, what if it was for charity? She's like, I can raise $100,000 on my own. She's like, without having to spend $30,000 and yell at my friends on TV? Fuck no. I would never do that. Would you do that, Monet? Monet's like, no. So Monet's on it. Bob's not. Correct. The all winner. We even, Bob was like, I'll do an all winner season. For remember? a million dollars. Oh, okay. Right. He's like, it's not worth it to yell at my friends, spend all this money, have to deal with all this hate and backlash. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can raise $100,000 tomorrow for charity. And Monet's like, mm-hmm. what? So either Bob knows and he's poking the band. 100% Bob knows. Or Bob doesn't know. 
and Monet is just getting fucked. A hundred percent Bob knows. He loves to do that. It's like, call it out. Whenever he's like, Jinx Monsoon, it's like, I didn't know you were a racist, Jinx Monsoon. <laughs> <laughs> that is so Bob. Yeah. Bob well, I hope you get to watch that clip because it is hilarious. I can't wait. So who's here? So Camden won, obviously. Bosco and Georges were in the bottom. Bosco lost that lip sync. For sure. In reality and in like what actually happened <laughs> uh, and how the judges decided it. And then Bosco is the gold fucking bar. So yeah. now here we go with everyone left. I don't think Bosco can recover from this personally. I do still love her. She hasn't fallen from well, grace. But the preview for next week makes her look like she sucks, so she's not going to. Because mm -hmm. they're doing the roast and she's like, so everyone said I should go home. And I did. Yeah. And you're like, uh. She's so funny on the, when she hosts The panel. I think she'll do really yeah, well. And her talking heads are good. Yeah, no, I think like this is a challenge for her and then maybe she'll. But then she'll, George's, she'll, I mean, really, how many times can you be in the bottom? Because I don't think George's <laughs> is going to be good at this. Yeah. Although her reads were good this week. She blasted Bosco. She blasted Deja's like, I've never taken a dance class. She's like, and it shows. Yeah, no, I feel like. I didn't see that. George's is amazing in the moment, and she can have like contemporaneous sort of comebacks, quips, and things like that. But a prepared roast, I feel like, is a much harder challenge that I don't think she'll rise to because she's so short. In the words, uh, <laughs> in the words of Bob the Drag Queen, you know there's going to be a roast. Just ask me for some, pay me for some jokes. Yeah, the joke that Angeria tells about Ross would work about anybody. You know, mm -hmm. like, what's the same thing about Ross and a, whatever? They're always open and ready to be fucked or whatever. Like that works on anybody. So yeah. just. Get your shit together. Baby. Well, and Bosco clearly prepared some jokes because that thing about like letting someone down for the final time is a joke that's been on Tumblr, Reddit, okay. forever. So she came ready with some jokes. And so I think she'll do well here. Um, I think it's George's time to go. Or maybe Deja or Daya. Any three of them can leave at any moment. So I have a theory that Ross Matthews is full of fucking shit and that that fake smile and brown cow stunning is all bullshit. Um, <laughs> and so I hope that he just... <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I, I will say that I found him much less likable once he's skinny. And I don't know if it's because he's skinny or if he's less funny if he's skinny because he feels more confident in himself or if he's just like hanging out with Gwyneth Paltrow too much. Either way, he's just not as And endearing. says things like, well, Megan McCain's a really good friend of mine. Also that. Yeah. It's just like I'm finally being accepted by mainstream Hollywood, so now I'm going to be a fucking bitch like James Corden. Yeah, I don't know. So who's Anybody your who purports to be like the nicest person, you're just you like, can't trust him. Okay, Rosie. Um, of course, I'm rooting for Camden right now. Yeah. yeah. They they have edited it so that, that we have no choice. We didn't rip apart the runway though, and everyone's non mirror. So my guess is this is another one of those runways where they told them, you know, shiny and blah blah, and yeah. then they decide the day of we're gonna call it mirror mirror so we can yeah. fuck everybody. Yeah. Yeah, did you? Well, I do think that it might have been Mira Mira because did you see Alyssa Hunter's? She no. had this amazing ensemble. Alyssa Hunter, I don't even remember. She was the second one to go. Puerto Rican. Yeah. Yes. Another one of the Puerto Ricans who was sent Jesus off. Jesus Christ. I know. That, was the that is not a name that stayed with me. Oh, it stayed with me. So yeah, I will pull up. I loved her. I thought she was super skilled. And I think she won that lip sync over Carrie Colby. I did not think Carrie Colby should have been in the bottom, but like, uh, it was so produced and I'm so mad still. Um, but it's fine. No, but like, how is Willow's outfit a mirror mirror? It's not. No. How is Angina's? Angeria. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Diabetti wearing yeah. someone else's clothes again because why else would this cake be this short? <laughs> okay, so this is why I think it was mirror mirror. I also did not like George's outfit. Because this is what Alyssa Hunter different. came with. That looks like mirror mirror. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So right. that. I get it. So the goal was Mirror Mirror because she's got the snow white mirror and she's the evil witch and she's standing in gold. <sighs> I love her so much and she needs to come back for All Stars.
Also, a lot of people agree because I got 35,000 likes on Twitter. You know what I have to say to that? Simu Limu. <laughs> Emma, what are what are we playing today? Hey, Emma, what are we playing today? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna Emma, do? Emma, what are we gonna play? Let's play one hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Hey, with Michael Strahan. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going first? Me. Next, <laughs> playing on the computer. <laughs> Typing my intro. <laughs> All right. Categories are: mix it up, X marks the spot. Where did you hear that? <laughs> Got you now. Hey. Do you have any Pinterest? And move it, move it. These are like contemporary categories. It's the Michael Strahan edition. <laughs> explained this several I times. I said half price books in the 90s. <laughs> He's a modern man. Oh my gosh, amazing. So am I guessing? I'm guessing right now, right? What would your other choice be since I have all the answers? <laughs> Emma would guess. No, no. Okay. In this game, she's just the referee. Okay, bet. <laughs> How do we know who won? Because it's you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our categories mix it up. These are things that are blended. Okay, I got you. <clears throat> Ready? Go. Mother, father, sister, brother. Families. Whole, yeah. Um, red, yellow, green, blue. Colors. Um, colors. Colors. Um, you mash up fruit and Smoothie. ice cubes. Yeah. Um, you go to the Mexican restaurant and have a salted margarita. Yes. Um, like a smoothie, but a soup. You. You take the the cooked food and you stir it around so that it's thin. You use an immersion blender to make it a a soup. <laughs> Saute. Nope. So this is a <laughs> what a puree. Oh, you should have said flambe. Rhymes with. <laughs> That's how my mind works, Julie. We got four. That's out of how many? Seven. Oh, I thought it was six. <laughs> you know, I feel like that's potentially on me. <laughs> no, I got stuck. I don't know a better way to say puree. I shouldn't like, how do you make baby food out of yeah, peas? Yeah, I don't think I would know either, honestly. All right, Nick, you're going to do, where did you hear that? <laughs> Emma, I'd like to pick, where did you hear that? It's places people get their news from. Um, okay. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Shows up on your driveway. Newspaper. Yes. Um, it is a television program News. cable. CNN. Yes. That says cable. On the, the voice box known as a radio, it is. <laughs> NPR. Yes. Um, for conservative conspiracy theorists, you would watch. Fox News. Yes. Um, if the end of the world is coming from this website, initially created QN. to rank people's attractiveness Buzz in speed. college, Zuckerberg. Oh, Facebook. Um, and then... <laughs> Yeah! You don't get CNN either because yeah. CNN stands for Cable News Network. You got three. <laughs> I don't need the demon fire eyes. I'm I am playing upset. by the rules. I'm not giving you demon fire eyes. I'm giving disappointment eyes to myself, but I don't have a mirror close to me. And, and you the and I voice are similar. box known as a radio, I'm just supposed to guess NPR? And you did. So what I'm hearing is success. This is the sound of success and also rage. X marks the spot. Things you can watch on your Xbox. <laughs> what a weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Beth. Porn is not on here. Okay, thank you. <laughs> First of all, she gets <laughs> doctor point. Ready and go. You play Xbox video games. Yes. Um, Severance. TV Dancing show. With the stars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the power of the dog. Coda. Movies. <laughs> um, 
I a channel where they splice everything. Not me, but YouTube. Yes, um, it's not white. It's blackboard. Uh, it's not white. It's black. And you're watching the TV. Black screen. Yes. Um, what? Taking pictures or photos. Yes. Um, I watch uh, Blank and Chill. Netflix and Chill. Bing, Bing, Bing. Damn, that was impressive. Is that real? Were we that, really in no, the time? That was, you said Bing, Bing, Bing as the sand went out. Timely. High five. Well done. Great job. We Ooh. can do it in person now. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> Just because we can doesn't mean I have to. Okay, I would like to pick Move It, Move It. <laughs> You've got to move it, move it. These are exercise trends. <gasps> All right. Go. Low rent dance, dance fix. Zumba. Yeah. Um, it's not Pilates, it's the other one that's less challenging. Yoga. Yeah. Um, it's very challenging and people get obsessed with it. Cross Do it. some burpees, yeah. Um, I've gone crazy! It's a type of workout. Stop that, the insanity. Yeah. Um, okay, so I am on a recumbent bicycle and I am doing this. Riding a bike. For like a class. Peloton. A blank class. Soul cycle. Biking class. Yeah, what, soul, class. what does soul cycle do? Biking, bicycling. <laughs> ah, spinning! That <laughs> <laughs> was like a Nick answer. <laughs> Sorry, it's not a recumbent bike, it's spinning. No. Well, I'm just saying, you like threw me off. I'm picturing someone like leaning back, <laughs> sitting my, at their desk. Did my eyes get really intense? Yeah, and I could feel Emma was also annoyed with me. I did not know <laughs> the word. I was not annoyed with you, but I could tell my eyes were getting You're intense. Like, I'm like, you so like, like, no! I thought it was intentional. Was like, what was happening? You know, spinning. No, no, no. I could just like. Recumbent bicycling? Yeah, well, I just the that. You just have to ignore half of the things I say. She knows that. No, I could tell that my eyes were getting intense, not because I could feel them, but because I could see you like slowly backing away. And I was like, oh my God, do I have murderous eyes right now? Feel free to pass. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I'm, I'm the quitter. same way. I am the same way as you. I'm like, I will dig my Frog heels pants. in. <laughs> puree, it's puree. No, I feel like Do that. you have any Pinterests? Things people like to pin. Hey, okay. And go. I like to eat. Food. Yes. I get married at my church. On the day of my wedding. Yes. <laughs> um, I like to wear rings and necklaces and jewelry. Yes. Um, I get it inked. Tattooed. Yes. Tattoos. Um, I like to do arts and crafts. Yes. I like to do crafts and art. Yes. <laughs> I follow this to make dinner. A recipe. Yes. Hey, well done. Damn, she fucking crushed that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't think years there's any way for me to win at this one. I'm having no friends and just having my sister and I play $100,000 pyramid from three to four every day. I had no off. friends either, but I don't have these skills. You have a lot of Sims families, though. I do have a lot of Sims families, yeah. So this is my last category, right? Yes. So there's no way I can catch up. No, but we're still having fun. Yeah. But we're still having fun. <laughs> you say it's the winner. If this, if this was reverse, it would not be the same situation. So let's just start there. Do you not even want to play the last category? No, of course I do. Yeah. Yes, you are mathematically eliminated from this round. Okay. Gotcha now. Things you catch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> An illness. Cough. It's common. The flu. Cold. Yeah. Um, it's not a triangle. It's Square. a sphere. That you can use to play basket. Ball. Yeah. Um, in the water, you catch. Fish. Um, oh, my God. I almost got hit by that transportation Ball. vehicle. Bus. Yeah. Um, I will. Ultimate. Ultimate. Frisbee. Yes. Um, oh, my God. They committed a malfeasance, and now they are in jail. They are known as a. Criminal. Yeah. Um, they are not rats. They're. Cats. But Mice. like a different. Yes. 100%. Oh, time was out. Sorry. 
Wow. That was like... My clues are amazing. You're taking the SATs, and this game requires, like, second grade math. <laughs> They've committed an act of malfeasance in the country, and they're referred to as criminals. <laughs> this is how I speak. So I do think I got dumber during the pandemic, but there was this one guy that I was talking to on Grinder like years and years and years ago. And in like 2019, we saw each other at Pride and he had a boyfriend at this point and we had talked to Grindr and he was like, yeah, I thought you were like being like really pretentious and off-putting. <laughs> and now I realize that's just who you are. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? It's like, no, no, I thought you were like trying to like sound smart, but like this is just how you talk. And that's how I used to talk. And that's how sometimes I still talk. Oh my god, I'm going to get hit by this transportation vehicle. <laughs> oh my goodness. Alright, it's the winner circle. Okay, but I didn't win. Right, but I did. So <laughs> <clears throat> this is the one where we can only give lists. Okay. I can't use my hands. Okay. I always forget I can use my hands. Yes, you did well that last one. <laughs> I did. I tried. I tried. <laughs> Ultimate, ultimate, ultimate. You ready? Yeah, but we get more than. You get two of these. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to use my phone instead? It's okay. I'll stay on. You want the ducks to quack? Yeah, quack. Ready, go. Uh, toilet paper. Um, things you found in the bathroom. Money. Um, oh, things made of paper. Boy, nope. We're passing. Uh, birthdays, Christmas. Things you celebrate. Yes. Um, oak, birch, maple. Types of trees. Yes. Um, the dealer, the roulette table, the craps table, the black things that you table. find in a casino. Yes, uh, an umbrella, uh, galoshes, things you use in the rain. Yes, uh, Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, thing Disney characters, things you find at Disney. Yes. Uh, okay, back to um, time, <laughs> San, uh, hourglass time, things that pass, like you with Toilet this category. <laughs> things you use to wipe. Hourglass time. Um, Things that you run out of. Yeah! Nice. <laughs> I could not think of anything. That's <laughs> paper. Good job. <laughs> Toilet paper money. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I knew I was on a bad place, so that's why I was like moving on. Then we nailed it. Through we the fucking other crushed it. What hey. are other better better things for things you run out of? Things you a kidney stone. Things you pass. Oh, things you yeah. run out of. Not okay. things you pass. Well, I got credit for things I pass. <laughs> Patience. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. <laughs> bing, bang, bog, six. Do I get to do one too? Yes, just for funsies, right? Yeah, because you've already won. <laughs> you've committed an act of malfeasance, so now you're referred to as a criminal. You ready? Yeah. No hands, lists. Pacific, Atlantic. Um, <laughs> charms, pot of gold, leprechauns. Things on St. Patrick's Day, Irish things. Um, rabbit's foot. Lucky things. Yeah. Um, rib, Kobe, um, prime. Types of meat. Um, skip. Um, your answering machine, your phone. Uh, you listen Pussycat to. Dolls and that amazing song. <laughs> um. Phone. Skip. Uh, patch kids. Cabbages. Types of cabbages. Candy, known as patch kids, was the first word. Okay. This is not how we play the game. <laughs> Lists. Okay, Lists. sorry. Sorry. Lemon. Moving on. I'm not giving you Sour Patch Kids. Okay. It's things that are sour. Um, Xavier, UC. Universities. Yes. Meat. Uh, Types of meat. So, Kobe. Um, it's a type of Lists. beef. Okay. 
I do not know how to do lists. Okay, so um, steak. It's types of steak. <laughs> and then there was things that beep. Time is not a type of steak. Rib is ribeye is a steak. So he doesn't know. All I don't know what steak. rib is. Kobe beef is nothing to do with steak. You can make it into a steak. <laughs> they committed <laughs> actions about feces, and now they're eating prime rib as their steak oh, tonight. He doesn't do well with that prime I don't like the list. I don't like the whole sentences. What was the other one that? Things that beep. The Pussycat Dolls. Beep. Have you not heard that song? Your answering machine, your Opus. phone. Yeah, they I beep. It was um, yeah, so if there was any doubt as to whether or not Julie won, <laughs> I've lost she did. Before, but tonight was a good one. <laughs> tonight was a great one for you. All right, so let's say this <laughs> week we watched a lot of people committing acts of malfeasance. <laughs> I watched Severance. We all watched the Oscars. We used our boxes in our rooms that beam things from satellites so that we could watch television shows all in our own homes, free from criminals. I would say domiciles. Domiciles, you would. Yeah, the man who watched Teenage Bounty Hunters this week, which we will not be continuing. So I will. Next week, Severance and Pachinko, both on Apple TV+. Plus something else coming out some documentary oh the tony hawk documentary on hbo max i love tony hawk <laughs> so check out all of those shows um wow we talked a lot about something we've been here for yeah. days <laughs> we've been in this windowless there are windows basement that phil created which is amazing for days <laughs> so uh, thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this little episode. If you want to hear any of our bonus episodes or see the slideshows, all of it, you can check us out at takespod.com. Not really. But we have a Patreon at dibbity bobbity hibbity hobbity flippity floppity malfeasance. What's it called? Patreon.com slash takespod. There it is. We also have another podcast called Blurg. Hope you had a good week. This world's fucking crazy, so I hope you got some good laughs in. I know I did. Great fault for these two, even when Nick loses. Okay. Especially when Nick loses. Okay, that's true. You're welcome. Everyone have a wonderful week. Please enjoy your domiciles and stay away from people committing action malfeasance. Thank you so much for listening. Good night, all. Sean Connery? I don't know. It's like Carol Channing plus somebody. This is where you two say goodbye. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> Au revoir. God, pretentious fuck. Exactly. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank.